I'm not ready for you to go, Mama, Murray whispered to nobody in particular. She was putting together a basket for her mother full of treats and homemade breads and jams. Grim Marie liked to cook. It set things right in her mind. She spent the morning pressing flour, salt, eggs, and water together to form noodles. She rolled them into dough, cut them into strings, let them dry around the tiny apartment like Christmas tinsel made of carbohydrates, spider webs of love. Talking to yourself again? Alita appeared in the doorway. Her dark eyes were lined in black. She'd pierced her nose and lip and dimple. She had tried her tongue, but regretted it almost immediately. Marie tried to smile at her, but her lips didn't quite work right. She felt them twist and shape themselves into something almost eerie. She let the attempted smile fall from her face, and it cracked on the floor like a brittle mask. At least I know what I'm going to say. Alita stepped over and kissed her mom on the hair. Quick, neatly. Not like a child kisses a mother at all. More like a distracted parent kisses a child when their silky heads bumble too near their lips. The soup smells good. Thanks, dear. Most of it is going to grandma's, but I have some put aside for us, too. Alita floated over to the stove, sniffing the chicken soup again. You can buy this stuff in cans, you know. Marie shrugged. It isn't the same. Alita grinned at her then, and her too round face thinned into something Marie remembered from too long ago. You look like a kid when you smile, she said, and immediately wished she hadn't. Alita's eyes went scared and then empty. She packed her grin away and tucked it safely into her back pocket. I'm sorry, Marie said, but Alita shook her head. Don't be sorry, Mom. I know what you meant. I don't want to upset you. Stop it. Alita would always be upset. She knew it. Grim Marie knew it. Talk of childhood and hopes and secrets would always remind her of monsters. Talks of bedroom doors and hands over mouths and footsteps in the hall would bring her back to that place. I'm sorry, Marie said again for the one millionth time. Her mouth said it. Her eyes said it louder. Don't be. Alita tried that half-smile again, where one side hitched higher than the other, but it didn't work. Seemed garish. She pulled her lips back and showed her teeth, and it wasn't anything beautiful or comforting at all. Come here, baby. Marie held out her arms and Alita walked into them. She smelled like incense and new floral deodorant and herself. That smell that was more familiar than baby powder. It pulled deep and guttural at Marie's stomach, reminding her of something older than time. Like frankincense. Like a strange piece of music that makes you weep when you hear it. Missing your mother and your father and everybody else who knew you before you even technically were. You're kind of losing it, Mom. Alita pulled away and studied her mother with eyes that shouldn't have to show such concern at age 12. You're tired. I'm always tired. You're afraid Grandma is really sick this time. How do you know so much? Alita grinned, and it was real, and it was wonderful. I'm a mature and astute child, Mother. Smart Alec. Marie said fondly, and threatened jokingly to swat her daughter on the behind with the wooden spoon. When are you going to have time to run everything over to her? Marie sighed and her hand fluttered to her brow. A headache was gnawing at her temples, winding steel bands around her forehead. She wanted to gouge her eyes out with the spoon to relieve the pressure. She wanted to bash her face against the counter again and again and again until the rotten pumpkin that was her head simply exploded and the pain was no more. I'm not sure, sweetie. I want to get it to her by dinner, but I just have so much to do. 
I was planning to spend a night in the hospital with her. You don't mind, do you? Or you could come with me if you'd like, but there really won't be anywhere to sleep. Alita rolled her eyes. Don't make it so hard. I'll bring it to Grandma for dinner. You come after work and we'll stay. It isn't a big deal. Marie thought, I suppose I could run you over and... Run me over? It's over half an hour away. I'll take the bus. Marie opened her mouth to say something, but Alita cut her off. It'll be fine. You worry too much. Give me a few minutes to pack a bag and I'll do it, okay? She stuck out her tongue and ran up the stairs, her legs looking frail in her skinny jeans, the flash of red converse looking like fire flowing up the steps. She wanted to do this. She wanted to smooth the worry from Marie's eyes and push at her cheeks until they were sweet and soft and happy. Marie swallowed hard. Let her go, she whispered to herself, and ladled the soup into a thermos. She isn't your baby anymore. Let her go.